1: Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and you know, we're always trying to get behind the curtain and behind the scenes, just a little bit beyond the headlines. And one of the important headlines coming out of the midterm election on Tuesday was for the first time in forty years. Forty years, a Republican defeated the chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, or DCCC, as we often refer to it. Uh, It was a tight race in New York's 17th congressional district where Mike Lawler uh, was able to oust uh, Representative Sean Patrick Maloney, again, who was uh, not only in Congress but was the chairman of the DCCC. Uh, So I wanted to get behind the scenes and look at, all right, what worked for Republicans in New York uh, and why, how was it different from other places around the country? And so we are going to go behind the scenes. Chris Russell, uh, grateful to have him on the program today. He's the co-founder of checkmate strategies and co-founder of Chris Russell consulting. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Boyd. I appreciate it. And congratulations, uh, an incredible race, a very tight race, as many of them were around the country. Uh, Give us just a, a little backstory in terms of what your approach was. I know you do this for not only campaigns, but you're also looking at a lot of uh, things you do on the, on the business side as well. But at, relating to this particular campaign, what was, the, what was the strategy rolling in? How did it play out?
2: Well, listen, first of all, you know, candidates matter, right? I think that's, that's a lesson all of us in politics need to need to recenter ourselves sometimes. And Mike was a terrific candidate. Um, you know, had a background in politics, of course, which I think helped him. Um, but was an excellent communicator, uh, dogged in terms of his uh, preparation and his uh, energy every day, day in, day out, whether it was raising money, uh, endorsements, making phone calls, um, doing everything a candidate needs to do to win. Um, and our, our plan was pretty simple from the beginning. One, we, we had to make them believe we could win. Uh, mm. To your point, when you know, beating a DCCC chairman, I think people thought Mike was the best recruit, uh, the best candidate who could do this. But it was a district that has 70,000 more Democrats than Republicans, a district that had Joe Biden had won by 10 points. Um, so there's a, some skepticism that Mike had a breakthrough. Um, and I think he did that by a really convincing win in the primary and then a relentless focus in the general election on on inflation and on crime. And I heard you're kind of in the run up here. You know, Crime is a huge issue in New York state. It's one of the reasons why Republicans had a better night than they normally do there. Um, in, in New York uh, City and New York State, they have a cashless bail law that basically has turned the court system and jails into a revolving door. You know, people committing crimes at nine o'clock at night and out by nine o'clock in the morning to mm. commit more crimes. Yeah. Um, Sean, Sean Maloney, uh, when he ran for attorney general in New York a few years ago, a primary he lost, had said that would be his top priority if he was attorney general to, to have cashless bail. And uh, we hammered that uh, quote uh, on, uh, on TV and in the mail on digital, uh, everywhere, and, and, you know, to Mike's credit, ran a really relentlessly message-focused campaign. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
1: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
2: They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us.
1: So I want to go back and dig in just a little bit. Uh, You mentioned, I want to just point out for our listeners how big a hurdle you were facing. Again, this was an area that President Biden won by 10 points uh, in 2020. So flipping that script is a big deal. Uh, But share with us just a little bit on uh, something that I think we often overlook in the political strategy thing, and that is simply creating this visual, this image that you can actually win or having that visual of, uh, having someone as a candidate, being able to see them on the floor of the House or having you know a visual of seeing them uh, in office is such an important part. And then getting people to feel like they're part of that story. I know you went very hyper-local uh, to make that as opposed to what a lot tried to do, and that is make it a, a big national rally kind of campaign.
2: Yeah, I mean, this campaign was not national at all. I mean, it was very local on issues that mattered to people there. I mean, Mike had won a, a state assembly seat a few years before. Uh, similarly, in, in a you know, part of this district, you know part of the congressional district his assembly district was in it, and you know same thing applied there i mean the, the way to win those Democrats and independents over to to us is not to run a hyper partisan campaign but what, run one on issues that appeal to these folks. A lot of the Democrats in Rockland county, for instance, new york are, are cops and firefighters and military people, people who feel the Democratic Party has walked away from them, if not run away. Um, but you still got to give them a reason. They're not necessarily Republicans, right? They, they may be disaffected right. Democrats, but they're not Republicans. So approaching them as, hey, join the red wave isn't exactly uh, enticing to them. <laughs> That's not the T-shirts um,
1: you're getting printed.
2: <laughs> n- no, not the T-shirts are getting printed at all. So, uh, so you know, focusing local made it uh, important. And I think to your point, you know, especially given the insane amount of money, uh, being spent, and I, uh, and I saw your column uh, the other day prior, prior to this about how this was a win for the political consulting class right? Like <laughs> the, the amount of money spent in this race for one congressional seat uh, between the campaigns and the outside groups is eighteen million dollars wow. um, and w- so one thing Mike had to do is not only convince the voters that he could win uh, and, and you know to, like you said, paint that picture of, of someone who can be you can see standing on the floor of the house, but how to convince people who were going to put money into this race that he could win. And I think that's, you know, a testament to him. We knew Sean Maloney would have unlimited resources. um, And he did. I mean, the the Democrats spent about about 18 million. They spent about 10 and a half. Um, But but of the money that came into our campaign, one, Mike did a great job raising money. But two, he convinced, you know, stakeholders nationally that, hey, this guy's in the race. Uh, The polling shows it's close. This is an opportunity to knock off a DCCC chair, which doesn't happen every day. And, And I think that story became marketable, people around the country who have um, you know big checkbooks and and are willing to kind of fund these races because without that money especially in the in New York media market you just can't survive it's it's wildly expensive to campaign there on television um, so to get there you, you know you need some help
1: yeah absolutely and uh, one thing just uh, real quick before I let you go Chris I, I know you've got to be in the seven levels past exhaustion exhaustion category <laughs> uh, but you mentioned this blue-collar working class 50 uh, percent of the households have a have a, a police officer, a firefighter, first responder, or veteran living there. Uh, tell us how you really tailored the, the message to get to that. Again, I, it, it sort of seems to me like uh, kind of the Ohio governor's race strategy from last year of not, you know, bringing in the big names and the big guns and focusing on former presidents and so on. Uh, seems like you had a really tailored, very focused, very personal message.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I'll, I'll you know, again, Mike's kind of a natural inclination to focus on that. Uh, was really smart, and our our poll, and we had, a, we had a great team on the ground. I mean, to your point, like this, you know, win these campaigns just to, in an ad war, uh, a relentless focus by the, the uh, staff, the young guys and, and women on the ground who would, were knocking on the doors and organizing. But our our pollster, uh, Jim McLaughlin from McLaughlin Associates, mm. kind of identified this as the heroes group, right? These are yeah. the heroes. Um, and, and they're, you know, put aside their party or what party is listed on their voter registration. We know what they care about. We know what their values are. We know it's important to them and and we really you know made that message uh, about public safety and about kind of uh, the values of Rockland County and of the Hudson Valley New York that was the campaign it was it was very much not red and blue um, mm. it, we understand that this district to win that we're not going to win that fight we're outnumbered yeah. um, so we had to go take this to uh, an issues based campaign one that we thought people would resonate with uh, and and that's what we did and and like I said Mike being the star of that show, was a terrific lead actor.
1: Ah, well, it's a, it's a great model, and it, uh, it gives us hope that there are some good uh, folks out there who know how to do this right and make it about the voter, uh, not just the candidate, not just the political parties. Uh, Chris Russell is the co-founder of Checkmate Strategies, co-founder of Chris Russell Consulting, and Mike Lawler uh, defeats the chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, first time that's been done in 40 years Uh, And there's a reason it worked. Uh, Great strategy, great execution, great communication. Uh, Chris, congratulations, and uh, thanks for spending some time with us
2: today. Thank you so much, Boyd, and Thank you for having me.
1: All right. Uh, We'll step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news. Uh, That's some great insight there from a strategist who understood it and who got it right, taking a message about the voters to the voters, not what they were against, but what the candidate was for. It's a good model. You should think about it.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
2: There's desperation
0: and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Martin, and In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors?